sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Okay, we are waxing. <laughs> what am I going to say? We are all together today. we got a full house, another full house. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Uh, we're very, very grateful. I've got to say I have the cutest little story. I sent uh, one of my closest friends, uh, Dana Drogi, uh, works at Cameron and Company. She wanted to get a birthday gift. So where's the best place to get a birthday gift? Short notice with that would be to our friend Saul Alcaraz and uh santa barbara art glass and she went down there she's never uh experienced it before she loved it mm. she went in on two- last tuesday morning at 9 a.m and she said she couldn't believe it because she thought i was there because she heard my voice but it was so listening to the radio show so so we love you and i could promise you your commercials are being played you're a huge supporter for over 10 years now of the show and um, anybody that wants a great experience, please visit them. Uh, uh, best, my, if you call my son right now and say it was the best birthday party you've ever had is when I rented his studio on his 16th birthday. And it's great for you talking about building community. You know, I don't know how hot it is in there, thousands of degrees, but you know, masks are of course welcome. Uh, he does the distancing, but I don't think any virus could survive in that room. I mean, get Okay. So anyway, Saul, we love you. And um, so let's go around the room. We have Christine Marie and Michelle Myring. Uh, of course, our producer, Richard Dugan. Michael Baker is in the house. Sloan Reality, Dominique Hackett. And if only I know Ed Langlow. I think a few more people are going to be participating today. But what I wanted to do is I want to start off the conversation and um, I got, I'm so thankful that Michael and Michelle are here because I've been asked a lot this week. I actually got two emails and wanted to know what my um, position was or ideas or thoughts on the two Ohio school uh, football players uh, running out on the field, one with a red line, one with a blue line. That would be Brady Williams and Jared Bentley. Um on the field carrying these flags and um of course they've been associated with the blue lives matter movement the pro um firefighters pro pro cops all that and i just wanted to go around the room here real quick and again i'm throwing this out nobody knows that uh we were talking about this today and it just came to my head so personally i have my views on it but let's start with michelle myring Woo! Pals and wow. No, we're going to go right to the police force and see what they think. I, mean, I know, right? Not, not that you're representing, but what you are, your mom, what what, what your personal uh, no, feeling uh, Rules are rules. I think by all means, the students did the correct thing by asking the administration if they could do it. The administration said no. Um, and there are consequences um, when you break the rules or, or go against that. So do I salute them for wanting to acknowledge and honor um, fallen firefighters and the police department? 100%. But when they were re- told, no, you cannot do that, um, no is no. And if the administration does not uphold what they said, now they're opening the door for any other participant in any other sport at that school to fly a flag of their choosing. 
So um, I was reading the articles and they did acknowledge 9-11 pregame. So there was that acknowledgement. Um, and it's not, obviously, I love the police department. I have family members in the fire department. I was part of the military. So I applaud them for wanting to honor that. But rules are established for a reason. And um, there are consequences. So, you know, if you don't stand behind what you say, then, then it becomes meaningless. That's my choice. Oh, I love going to you first. It's like, I don't even have to have a term now. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to copy Michelle Myron. Exactly. <laughs> Having an army father that actually liked to throw down a couple. All right. And he was an engineer. There was... Just, there was just a line okay, that I had to grow up with, okay? And you couldn't even look, you know, either way or you were going to get it. So I totally respect what you said. Thank you. Michael Baker, what say you? I didn't know we were going to be political today, but that's okay. Um, so there's, as I always say to you, Erica, there's two different people that you're talking to right now. There's Michael Baker, who lives in Buellton and is a resident of Buellton and has a, a life separate from... Boys and Girls Clubs and Michael Baker, who's the CEO of the United Boys and Girls Clubs. Uh, sometimes there's conflict between what I believe personally and what we need to espouse to kids uh, and what and what what they can do. Um, so what I will say, though, and where 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 is a consistency between those two lives, if you will, is um, I absolutely support 100 percent any peaceful uh, legal demonstration anywhere. Uh, as long as it's peaceful and it's legal, I don't support violence. Just don't, I never have, never will. Uh, I don't think that's, I, uh, as you know, I am a, uh, African-American studies major and my, my hero was MLK. Um, and he was all about peaceful demonstration. Um, all about that. And I think you're going to get, uh, more results. And I think the other thing as well that is recent that just came out. And I think if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Uh, the whole documentary in RBG. Uh, and she said her, the most important lesson she learned from her mother was not to raise your voice, to remain calm and you'll get your point across much better. And people will take you much more seriously. Um, I think you're going to, you're, you're going to find that that's uh, going to garner much more support. So long story short, Peaceful demonstrations, all form, legal, anything. I don't support anything that's illegal, ever. There you go. That's perfect. And, and when you say political, I mean, it's just making the news. And because we are a community show, it's nice to support um, anything that's coming nationally. This is Team Sports Radio. This is an important topic. We've touched on a couple of very heavy uh, topics over the last decade. And I think that this is important just to say everybody's opinion is welcome. And just like you said, it's peaceful, it's calm. Um, so you think it was okay. That's great. You know, I mean, Ed Langlo, what do you say? Well, I, I think we should support the both police and fire departments uh, all the way. I do think though that when, and I didn't see this report, but if the high school students were told that they could not do that and they did it anyway, they should be reprimanded for it. And I think anyone with a platform who uses that platform for their political reasons should be reprimanded. However, having said that, the professional 
sports teams are not setting a very good example for these high school kids. So I can see where they might think, to heck with it, we're going to do what we plan to do regardless. So uh, that would be my, my main thought. We are a talk show and political issues are going to come up. But when you're a music performer or a sports on a sports team, I think you should not abuse that platform for political reasons. Absolutely. Now, this is a conversation. We're having a conversation. And, you know, it matters. This community show definitely does matter. So in reality, oh, yeah. let's say you're. Oh, well, I just so admire. Um, you know, all of the responses are already uh, so well said. And and even though it, it feels like we're all uh, in very similar places, um, you know, value, you know, wise, I, you heard something supported in, in three different ways. And, and I, I agree, too. Uh, totally. We want our young people to have a voice. We want them to, to be vocal. But I, I agree that consequences, you know, rules and, and laws are put in place for a reason, a lot of time for protection, to protect us. You know, modeling is huge. You know, I, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I, you know, when we're ready to move on, speaking of a gentle uh, spirit and, and giving and one of the coolest people on the planet, I would love to introduce my guest when the time is right, because I know he's got to get back to school. <laughs> He's here outside. Well, he's going to, right after these messages, he's going to be our first person back up. Dominique Cackett, what do you say? Love it. Well, I just have a quick comment that um, I feel like part of what we're teaching our kids right now is the difference between power over and power with. And in in a republic that is a democratic republic, we have power with. And that means that, you know, although we have very good intentions, we do respect the laws that that we are working with. And that's what ensures that there's this beautiful democratic republic that we're participating in. So rather than power over, which means I can do whatever I want if I'm stronger than you, when we have power with, we are honoring everyone. God, I love that, Dee. That's nice. Christine Marie, talk, bring it home, baby. <laughs> well, what I wanted to, to what I'm seeing is, you know, there's a shifting happening with the old structures and the new structures and the youth and having worked with, you know, with children for, I don't know, 20, 20 years, 30 years with these the generations of kids that are, you know, in their 20s and 30s now. Um, my understanding is that, like, they don't necessarily fit in the boxes that our culture has and they don't. And it's a different orientation and so if we don't shift and allow for it there may be a breaking through there there will be a breaking through that happens there is already a breaking through that's happening so i think there's this this is a beautiful opportunity for conversation and dialogue and opening with you know because and looking at our structures and are they really serving us and serving the community and serving what you know what's happening here especially serving you know um the the new the new generations that are coming up and how they see the world um, so I think that it's definitely an um, opportunity for conversation and to, and to not, um, right, not go power over, but to really say, but wait, hold up. This is important. And how, how do we allow for that? My, my answer real quick, and I want to get to Dr. D, and then we're going to go to break. You know, you have this thing, and coaches, I've coached for 28 years. So 
I, I personally going to throw a little bit of pressure on the coach because there really much wasn't anything that I didn't know what was going on. I'm certainly just going to know that two flags are going to run down the chute if I was a coach. So I probably would have been a little thought it out a little bit. Man, then you have as an employee of the school, you're going to have this thing called a code of conduct. So uh, I'm not saying that this code of conduct can't be changed, but if there's a code of conduct, I always why I know this. I know this personally because one of my kids in fourth grade threw a long ball, and before it went in, I swear to God, you could ask Patty Fling this. Before it went in, I said, "If it goes in, I'll pierce my nose." Okay, damn thing went in. <laughs> well, of course. Her and I went out and we got the stickies nobody knew, but I wore it and I'm walking on St. Mayfield's campus and she's got this pearl that was probably about that big. Okay. <laughs> and everybody honest to God bought and I told the story and all the kids saw it and all the kids knew. And I got called into the principal's office. Okay. So and Patty, she's a legal eagle, so she brought in the code of conduct. And there's nothing in the code of conduct that a coach can't wear a, 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 an earring on the nose. But you have to go on. My kids are late twenty, so this the times have changed. Now it's not a big deal, but back then in a Catholic school, believe me, it was huge. So of course, what I did, I didn't, I didn't out it because during my my meeting, you know, she says, and Erica looked up at you and everything. Your coach, your boys club, you know. And I said, I'm sorry, and I lost a bet. And um, what we did is we bought like 25 of these. That afternoon, she had a um, an int- a meeting with all of her teachers. So I snuck and I'm passing all of the, the nose uh, stick-ons <laughs> before the meeting. So all of her staff, the teachers, everybody, when she walked in, everybody oh. had a nose ring. So she brought, came unglued. Okay, but that's how I had it. It was a joke. Okay, but what I'm saying at the end of the day, she really did um, – uh, tell me, and I do believe there, uh, not only did that change, but the code of conduct, that's that's why we have rules, that's why we have laws, and again, I am not, I love the cops, okay, I love police, I love firemen, my father was in the military, so at the end of the day, um, we got to get going, Dr. D, we'll get to your thoughts, because we've got a guest here that's got to go to school, we'll be back with more after these messages. Well, now together we will stand Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Wow. Okay, Dr. D, I'm going to let you formulate your thoughts, but we've got to shoot over to a student that's been patient. We're going to let Sloan Reality take over. Sloan, who's your guest? My guest is the amazing, the most gentle, th- this kid. Mr. Goldberg, Danny Goldberg in the house. I'm, I, he, we, he's a new friend in my house. We met uh, uh, him and my daughter uh, surfing. But he is here today because you talk about a response to COVID and this pandemic. This kid is going to tell you what he came up with, his answer and how to give back. And, and uh, I have a ton of questions and you're going to have other questions, Danny. But um, he's 
Five Magazine. That's a local publication. Uh, the whole uh, down to Ventura, I think Camarillo, uh, um, down down south, all the way up to Santa Barbara. He has been added as a uh, premier featured philanthropy with the National Charity League, which is an organization I work with with my daughter. And uh, his organization is Boomers to Zoomers. He was in the paper interview now. Um, Danny, can you uh, welcome first and thank you so much for your patience and being willing to show up today. Um, tell us a little bit about Boomers to Zoomers, you know, what it is, how you came up with the idea. And first of all, uh, uh, you're how old again? You're you're a senior this year. Yeah. Um, hi everyone. Thank you all for having me. Uh, so I'm Danny Goldberg. I'm 17, senior at San Marcos, um, and I am the founder and president of Zoomers to Boomers, which started mid March um, to try to combat the COVID-19 pandemic. So what we do is. Um, we deliver groceries to the elderly and immunocompromised to ensure that they, you know, can really stay sheltered in place, locked at home and away from anyone who could, you know, bring them any harmful disease. Um, so we initially started just in Santa Barbara, you know, Santa Barbara County. And over the past few months, we have spread to now be a nationwide organization with one branch off in Hyderabad, India. Uh, so current, currently we have 36 locations throughout the US and we you know, primarily focus on just trying to keep everyone safe at home. Wow, I thought you were just, I thought it was still just local like Santa Barbara Ventura. Um, how how are you managing this? How is this? I mean, this is this is an organization. This is becoming a, a big it's business. How are you doing this? Because it's not just you. No. Um, so like day one, I called a couple of friends of mine uh, and had them, you know, initially start making deliveries with me. And as it grew, you know, some people really stepped up and started to fill roles that needed to be filled within the organization. So over time, I've built a board of executives, which remains entirely of high school students. Um, and through the seven of us, we've been able to kind of split our responsibilities so that, you know, one of us can work purely on the legal side we have someone working purely on the safety aspect, following up with the CDC on everything and, you know, just being able to distribute all of the responsibilities has definitely been able to help to, you know, like manage and grow the organization while still maintaining the quality that we've been trying to uphold. I have a question, Dan, operations. Tell us how it works. So I do, I call in to, uh, is it a website? Is it, how does it work? All right. So if you look up zoomers to boomers.com, it'll take you to our webpage. And then from there, you can go to whatever city you want to order in. You click the button and then it'll pull you up to the order form essentially. And it'll ask for like contact info, address, um, you know, everything you need, how you're going to be paying. And it's a 
pretty comprehensive form so that once you fill it out, all you have to do is wait, you know, either a day could be up to a week, depending on how many orders are coming in, in that specific area. Um, you just so these bit, orders are being streamlined to the local Albertsons, like if there's 50 people around Albertsons, so is that what you're doing? You're just connecting, you're networking, or, or is it a labor force? It is both. Okay. Um, and so with local Albertsons? Kind of. Like, do you have relationship with the food bank, community shop, that kind of thing in Santa Barbara? Um, but all of those, sorry, it's hard to explain. Um, so we have it set up in two separate ways. So the first one is just like a pure labor force where we can streamline it through, you know, the food bank, we can streamline it through other local grocery stores like in town we're partnered with like gladden sons and foodland and a couple of their shops so we can also send orders directly through them and Got then it. have our volunteers just drop off a box Got it. Um, so it really depends on the city that you're ordering in how they're going to do it but we do operate in both ways right um this is just a memory, you know, because it's called AGE. I don't know, but I, I know your name has popped up and it wasn't through Sloan. Is Lori Cortez, do you know her? Oh, the name is familiar and I can't. She's a, a college coach. She was the one who actually brought up Sooner Street Boomers many, 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 many shows ago. And I didn't know if um, you had a whatever because i have heard of zoomers to boomers because of um see so you're talking about that's exciting and danny yeah. tell us how did how and why what like did you just wake up one morning and decide uh you know i'm going to take care of the how was that even born march 13th um you know it was my last day of school my teacher came up to me and he, and he was like hey i'm not supposed to tell you this but you're not going to be coming back just like be prepared so that day I went home and it was a Friday afternoon. So the full weekend I sat in my room alone. Cause I was like, I'm not gonna, not gonna go outside. I want to follow the guidelines, try to keep people safe. But you know, two days sitting in my room alone, I was, it was a lot of video games and not a lot of anything productive. Um, and throughout that entire time, I was just watching my dad like go to and from the hospital um, because he works in the ER there. And I was sitting there and I was like, there's no way my dad, who's like mid 50s, can go out and put himself on the front line and really put himself at risk to help others. And I'm sitting here in my bed like that's not right. If he's doing something, I have to figure out what I'm going to do. Um, so that's when the idea hit me that, you know, even if I do get sick, it's very different from an 80 year old getting sick. So I'm going to figure out a way that I can take the risk from them and put it onto myself. And that's where the idea of grocery delivery came from. And that's, you know, where, where I was born. You're amazing, awesome. Danny. Thank you so much for being here.
you can hear this on KZSB 1290 AM. Tuesdays. And where Sunday. else can you find us? <laughs> yeah, on the internet, SoundCloud. And if you have insomnia, tune in on Mondays at 3 AM. You're the best. I owe you a, a coffee card or something. There you go. Or if you need a commercial or some advertising, uh, Sloan will get with you and then we'll get with the producer. Uh, that's what we do. We do platform businesses and nonprofits on this radio show. Some public um, service announcements. Yeah. All yeah. right. So whatever you do, we'll good. let Sloan and Richard and hook that all up. And then after these message, we've got my boy, Mike Mata. Well, now together we will stand every boy. Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Simply tremendous, Sloan. Thank you so much for that wonderful guest. Zoomers to Boomers. Check it out on the internet. What a great fill for uh, a huge need that we've needed for the, about six, seven months now going on. So that's brilliant. And I love the story that he told being trapped in his room for two days and, right, Spirit Works in a lot of different ways. Uh, we've got another guy in the house, my boy, Mike Mata. He's a coach. Mike, are you with us? Unmute, baby. Yep. How's it going, hey. guys? I'm, how are you? Good, good. Just over here, Fillmore in the heat. Nice. Well, for those, I wanted you to jump in and give me a heads up of what's going on with the COVID and everything. Mike is a, a guy I met. He totally saved my bacon, sending uh, 40, 50 kids down to the Attitude for Gratitude camp that Dominique and I uh, at Cal State Northridge um, have participated in for many years, and I needed kids, and especially at-risk kids, and uh, one of Dominique's friends uh, introduced me to you, Mike, and uh, you totally saved me. It was funny, I didn't get to meet you there because you took a bunch of kids to Vegas and a tournament out there, but since then, uh, we've stayed tight, we've stayed close, we've added girls softball, you got what, about 170 kids now? Right, correct. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and now you're a baller. You're a baseball player, correct? You definitely you got drafted, right? Yeah, I, I dabbled for a couple of years. That's now, okay. Hey, okay. I, I came to, back now. I'm coaching. Nice. So your kids are what? The, what's the range? Right now, I just got pure high school kids. I got 24 kids right now, just playing. Nice. So now, in two I weeks, we're all going. Yeah, that was a good one. They wanted to take a picture awesome. and send it. I got it. It's on the site. And if they all like like it, tag it, something like that, next time when, when you have practice, uh, Team Sports Radio definitely wants to buy some pizzas for you guys. Nice. Yes. Nice. Got to do, do, do the love. So I got a question. Did you get a hold of the, the coach at uh, Jordan Tuwig? Did you connect with him? 
Yeah, I talked to him over the weekend. He's excited okay, to so see the- me, So let's let's talk about that. You gave me a call. From the side? Are you talking about from the blind side? No. Tui, tell me. Yes. No, no. Jordan Chewy, he's the assistant head coach at, uh, he's not the head coach, he's assistant coach at uh, St. Mary's. It's a division one program up north. And I was playing cards one night and my boy Mike called me up and Mike, so take over. What did you, what did you say? No, I just told him I got some wonderful kids. So I got to show them. They are very interested in going there. They, wonderful kids come from Ventura County, GPA kids and send him a couple of videos and he says we're going to keep tied for a couple of months he can't wait to see these kids when he comes down nice uh, fantastic yeah you got one boy that you've got a particular eye on and tell us about him he's a junior at bueno high school boy looks like he's 22 built it's fantastic kid gpa on a row it's a part-time job jake martinez Good lefty, and he has places to go in the next couple of years and gives his head good. So he went up to you. Tell us the conversation. Mostly, he, I told him since I knew this kid since six, since he was six. And I knew all the way through, and I told him from the beginning, if he works hard for me, I'm going to work far, hard for him at the end. Hey, he wants to go to college. He wants to get a degree. He wants to go to psychology school. And he wants to go to St. Mary's. That's his goal. Woo! Yeah, that works out good. Yeah, that's his goal. He has a vision board and he has St. Mary's at the end. Nice. Well, it, what a beautiful fit. I mean, definitely everything that we try to do here, it's, it is all God guided. And uh, we appreciate the um, opportunity to, and I appreciate you immensely. <laughs> Um, of all the help that you've given us with the, all the camps and providing those kids and um, you know what an opportunity it was for those kids to be able to spend a day with a Division One baseball player go through the classroom process work out with them on the field uh, get the hat, the cap the shirt, the food and get to talk to these kids honestly, I, my, my kids went as far as they did on baseball um, and uh, because really, I got to say, Bill Pinchard was the man because of the Foresters that he let my kids, um, you know, hang out there and catch in the bullpen. I had two catchers and stuff like that. It, it really, you could, when you can identify it and, and mirror something and say, God, I could, I could be like that. That's really all you're doing is, especially with these kids uh, at risk, you know, low income, they, sometimes hope is taken away. And with a guy like you, Mike, that's why I loved you from day one, okay? <laughs> Just like you open, you are a light to these kids. And my eyes, you know, water up when I see somebody like you because I get it. You know, and yeah. I'm so thankful and so happy that you're at. Does anybody have any questions? Mike, what was the transition? At what point did you decide that you wanted to work or, or what, what, why did you decide to work with these kids? you have a child or were you one of the kids at some point in your life? I was one of those kids at one time. Then I had one coach that changed me. So I had a coach that changed me when I was 10 and I still talk to him to this day. And he still comes, helps me to this day. An uh, adult that had time and wanted to mentor and model. And, and- yeah. One kid, if, if one kid can make it, it changes the whole world for me. Yeah. Oh. 
That's awesome. Well, you definitely are on the path, Mike Mata. And I tell you, anything that you need from us, we're going to be here from you. And I need you to text me next time you've got um, all those boys in one place. And then, um, I don't know, maybe we'll use Zoomers to Boomers. I don't know. We'll disrupt it. We're going to get those faces to you. Okay? All right. All right. Uh, Uh, Thank you, guys. But I have to let you guys go. Thanks for being here. All right. Thank you, guys. We love you. You God bless. All right. Let's take a little break. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. All right. This is the part of the show where everybody just waits for. We got to breathe rock. That's what I need to do. Breathe and and singing bowl when Ed Langlo is up. And if only I'd known. Oh, thank you, Erica. And welcome to If Only I'd Known. If only I'd known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us uh, on Zoom remotely, as well as those listening into the show. Today's segment is titled Your Attitude. We usually hear that word with he has a very good attitude or he has a bad attitude. But does it matter? Well, think of your attitude for just a minute as a piece of a jigsaw puzzle. And let's see how many sectors of your life the shape of your attitude will fit into. Let's start with how people will treat you. Well, it's usually the way you treat them. So if you have a bad attitude and you greet someone with, what do you want? What do you think they're going to respond with? Probably something similar. So does the piece fit? I think so. The placebo effect, which is believed to be a function of your attitude. You have a good attitude and a positive expectation or a bad attitude and a negative expectation. There have been repeated triple-blind studies demonstrating the placebo effect and uh, how positive outlook can at times bring about the same results as the drug being tested. For example, for pain or stress relief, our bodies release endorphins that our opioid receptors react to the same as they would react to morphine. In fact, the original word for endorphin is a combination of the words endogenous, which means coming from within, and the word morphine. So endorphins are basically morphine that comes from within your body. And with a positive attitude, you can induce your body to release endorphins. So does that piece fit? As most of you know, I love adages. So let's try a couple. Nothing that happens to you in life has any meaning except the meaning you give it. A bad attitude would be, that guy's a jerk. He insulted me again. I hate him. A good attitude, actually, I'm kind of glad that guy insulted me again. 
It's just another lesson on how not to act like a jerk and I'm not going to let it ruin my day. Does it fit? Uh, how about the adage, knowledge is power? Bad attitude? I hate math. It's too hard. I hate it. I'm not going to do this homework. A good attitude? I'm starting to like math. It's a bit of a challenge, but I want to be smart and I want to be able to ask for more money at my job and get it because knowledge is power. How about your attitude when you fail at something? I screwed it up again. I'm going to delete this thing. A good attitude might be, I didn't screw up at all. I just learned one more way how not to use this app. I'm going to figure this out. How about Henry Ford's favorite saying? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother explaining that one. But if only I had known when I was young how many aspects of my life my attitude could affect. Promise you this. If you get up tomorrow morning and write yourself a note on the calendar in your phone that says, I'm going to stay aware all day today of whether my attitude is good or bad. You'll have a much better future for it. I'm Ed Langlow. I'll see you next time on If Only I Had Known. Love it. Love it. All right, Sloan, you, you're, the you. most excited. you're the most excited. We're going to go to you and then to Michelle. Sloan. Yeah. What, what am I doing? What are, <laughs> what's, I, thought I, I thought I was already done with Danny. That's not a good attitude, yeah, no, Sloan. Yeah, attitude, we're talking about attitude. Attitude is gratitude, baby. Attitude is gratitude. No, I'm just I'm incredibly grateful. I think I shared before. Uh, I'm just so greatly grateful to look forward to meeting with all of you on the show every week. The timing is perfect. Um, you know, for the listeners out there, you know, Ed, that was just a great, that was a great share today. Thank uh, you. you know, our attitude is everything. And, um, you know, I, I know that there are a lot of people struggling. I feel so incredibly blessed. And I think a lot of the reason for the blessing and what I feel is because I come from that place of, you know, well, I, 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 I think I've shared before, I try to have a spiritual program. I try to start my day with a little meditation. Oh, the singing bowl. Is that what you were wanting for all your listeners out there? <laughs> this is how I start my day. And then I start breathing. But, but when I am anxious or I'm fearful, I try to shift back to what is good and what do I know for, for certain. Uh, releasing, trying to let go of things I'm powerless over. So, all of that to say that, that people that are really struggling right now, I'm doing a lot of this work right now. Wild enough, I was late because my voice client, who is an emerging artist, she leave, leaving with Gabe to London to go do a recording project. And uh, just, you know, a lot of anxiety affecting her voice. And so all we did today was some meditation, some breathing, some grounding. Uh, and it's so helpful. The feedback I get from all the clients that I do any of that breath work with is very, very positive. Right? And we all need to be doing it. I think we should be sharing it with other people, showing people how to get back in their body, how to stay in their body it's you're going to be okay and for the people that aren't feeling safe uh you know how can we be of service how can we help 
uh, there's just so much. It's, this isn't a simple thing. This aren't simple times that we're living in right now. This is this is all new. And I can't wait to hear what Christine has to say. Uh, and I'm excited to see what card she's pulled for today. Well, we're going we're gonna to save her after, after Michelle and then Dominique. And then uh, Christine's going to have a really big section today. So, Michelle, what say you? Um, no, I agree. Attitude is, is huge. And um, right now I have maybe 17 kids out in um, outside logging on to their zoom session which is such a challenge and you know we check them in we have a process for checking them in their temperature check the screening and we give them each their own little kit but i try to greet them with such a positive attitude because they it's tough on them you know and i i agree you know so happy to see you we're gonna have a good day because it's, I'm hoping they'll feed off that because they really just are tired of the, the online um, stuff. And then also I'm a certified personal trainer. And when I lived in Georgia and I would have clients, you know, like at 6 a.m. and I'd go to the gym and one of the custodian is like, you're just the most cheerful person at 6 a.m. Well, I am a very much morning person. I said, but could you imagine if you had a trainer, a personal trainer at 6 a.m. who's like, that's okay. Let's do this. Give me 10 more reps. I think you got, I mean, you would just, you know, never want to go back. So I think not only can our attitude change, you know, us if we're having a bad day, but it's, it's going to change somebody else who's having, you know, maybe a bad day. And, and sometimes they are just having a bad day and it's not a reflection of whether they like you or not, or, um, but sometimes that smile or that, hey, so happy to see you today, or, you know, I love those shoes or whatever it is, um, not only makes us feel good, but it also can make somebody else. So attitude is what we have control of. We don't have control of other people's attitude, but we do have control of our own, but we can influence theirs. Well, I was going to interject something here, Michelle, that I'm sure all the kids at Pal look up to you and respect you. And I think if you approach them with a good attitude, they're going to mirror you and their attitudes will change. So uh, my thought that was going through my head just now was that you do have the ability to change your attitudes because you have you have their undivided attention and they're looking up to you. And I think they will mimic you with uh, with your good attitude. Very good. We got to sum this up for take another break, but it's like Richard's not wasn't able to be here today. But he always says, and it just holds to me. True, really. The more I think about it, it's all, our reality is just us, right? So let's like think about that. When something's bugging you, it's like go back to yourself to say, "My, what's really bugging me? Why is this happening? Why is this me? <laughs> That's what I do. I talk to myself all day." So let's take a little break. We've got. Uh, Christine Marie and a view from the deck after this message. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man. Oh, man. 
Talk, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Christine Marie, the close the show what card are we going to pull for today so the card that came to me today is the three of wands and as you uh since most people on radio and this three of wands card there's a young woman um juggling with fire um standing at the edge of a, a cliff basically and um the reason i talk about this is that you know, having a good attitude and, um, you know, and gratitude and trans and, and really working on those things, it comes with, it's hard work sometimes and we really have to work at it. Anybody can learn to juggle. I learned to juggle four hours at Escoyo Park 20 years ago, got a sunburn. It was fantastic juggling festival. It takes so much more to juggle fire standing on the edge of a cliff. You have to really master juggling. Then you have to go into a relationship with fire. Then you have to have really good core strength. So with all of these things, it's, it's like, um, you know, trust your process. Um, and it's hard at first. You know, sometimes it feels weird to be positive and it feels weird to shift and to reflect. But when you try to so try it out and you keep going, you build those muscles and they get better and stronger. And you're at a, more, a positive attitude creates more positive attitude. And you will literally see as you shift your own perspectives, how the world changes around you. I have a good friend who says to me often, my, how the world's changed as I've changed. So really. I love that. All right, let's work on that this week, Santa Barbara. We love you. We appreciate you, your loyalty. Uh, We'll see you next week.